while the Boston Bruins unapologetically stormed over the Tampa Bay Lightning on Saturday, it is I who owe Trent Frederick an apology for not truly appreciating his potential. Let's talk about that and a wild upcoming road trip here for the Bruins on a brand new episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be. Today is Monday, January 8th. And I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Bruins part of your daily routine, free and available wherever you get podcasts, including YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off your first purchase. I hope you all had a fantastic weekend. Back to normal up here as school's back on, back to work, and the NFL regular season has wrapped up. It's time to focus right on our Boston Bruins, and that's what we're going to do today. Quick reminder, you can find the podcast on social media at Locked NHL Bruins. You can find me, my dad jokes, and hockey thoughts at Ian C. McLaren. Now, let's begin with a Mia culpa. I'm acknowledging that I did something wrong, and I'm apologizing for it, and that something is not quite appreciating the potential that is actualizing right in front of our eyes here in the form of Boston Bruins forward Fred Frederick. Freddie's red hot, and he scored two goals against the Tampa Bay Lightning in a 7-3 victory. On Saturday night, he included three hits, three shots on goal in 16 minutes and 44 seconds of ice time. And he's developed into that power forward that the Bruins envisioned when they selected him 29th overall in 2016. At the time, I lamented the fact that they left a smaller scorer with upside on the table in the form of Alex DeBrinket, and he has proven to be an effective scorer at the NHL level. Trent Frederick, it's taken him some time to find his way. I think early on, there was that physicality, some undisciplined play. It was highlighted for me. I went to a game last year in Ottawa where he gloved the puck and chucked it to center ice. That was kind of the height of my frustration with him, but he is emerging as a bonafide scoring threat for this team and a good mix of physicality, scoring, and defensive responsibility in his own zone as well. Right now, he's projected to record 26 goals and 19 assists for 45 points this season. 26 goals would smash his previous career high, which was 17 last season. Yes, 
He's scoring at a success rate of 22.2%. So that's something to keep an eye on. His career average is 12.2. So perhaps he'll fall back down a bit. He does have five goals over his last four games. Five, oh, sorry, six points in that span as well. So this is a heater. Uh, it's a a hot streak to be sure, and he might not necessarily keep up this shooting percentage, but if he raises his shot rate as well, then it could level out. Um, again, Trent Frederick has been playing so well as of late, and yeah, I owe him an apology for not fully realizing his potential. Even last season, as some people pointed out to me on on X over the weekend, I had floated the idea of, you know, having the Bruins look at bringing in a guy with upside in Jesse Pugliarvi to take that third line spot. Not, you know, shipping Frederick out by any means, but um, putting him more on a, a fourth line role. But at the moment, He's averaging 0.55 points per game, 45-point pace. Uh, His shot rate is actually down from last season, and that was down from the season before. He had 1.7 shots per game in 21-22, 1.5 last season, 1.4 this season. So if the Bruins can encourage him to get even more shots on goal, then this will uh, help things to be a bit more sustainable in the long run. He is averaging 1.84 hits per game, which is half a hit more than last season. Uh, His blocks per game are up. He has won 32 face-offs already this year, which is almost a career high, 41 as a rookie. So he's getting more reps at the center position as well. Altogether here, at age 25, he's coming into his own. He's almost going to be 26, so he's not really a young guy anymore. He's kind of entering his prime years here. The average breakout threshold for uh, NHL forwards is around the 200-game mark. He's only at 236 right now. It's his kind of... uh, kind of moving into that this is what he is and if this is what he is for the Bruins then uh yeah they have hit on that first round draft pick back in 2016 now Trent Frederick is signed for uh one more season at a cap hit of 2.3 million which is fantastic value on these numbers, if they can get him to score 26 goals, making 2.3 million, unbelievable. He'll be a UFA after next season and could be due uh, a pretty significant raise if this keeps up. So good on Trent Frederick. Watch for that shooting percentage to come down a bit, though. Hopefully his shots on goal can go up so that it levels off a bit. Uh, but absolutely red hot right now with five goals over his last uh, four games and three goals in three games to begin 
2024. Um, could not be any harder right now. And there's a couple other guys who were big contributors in the game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. And uh, we will discuss those here as the podcast continues. If you're planning to go to a Bruins, Patriots, Celtics, well, not the Patriots, unfortunately, anymore, but Red Sox coming up as well. There's no better place to look for tickets than game time. They have amazing deals for sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. All-in prices, views from your seats, you know exactly what you're getting when you arrive, and the best price guarantee, which means if you find a better price in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. All you have to do is download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply, but again, create an account, redeem code, Locked on for $20 off your first purchase at game time. Last minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Thank you so, so much once again for making Locked On Bruins part of your day, free and available on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. And speaking of YouTube, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24 7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts plus national shows covering every league go to locked on sports today on youtube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel all right there were some injuries or at least one injury that popped up prior to the lightning game and that was james van reemsdyke he's considered day to day and we'll see if he's available later on for tonight's game against the Colorado Avalanche. Thankfully, Matt Potra made his return to the lineup, uh, coming back from playing for Team Canada in a disappointing effort for the nation, but fairly solid for him overall, considering it was a last-minute decision. He got there, uh, didn't have as much practice time with his mates as others who had been through the whole training camp. Um, He came back, played only 11 minutes of ice time, but racked up two assists for the Bruins in this 7-3 victory over the Tampa Bay Lightning. He had a secondary assist on a goal scored by uh, Charlie McAvoy in the first period, and then he had another secondary assist on Trent Frederick's goal in the uh, second period. And... That put the Bruins up 3-1 at that point. The game-winning goal was scored by David Pasternak, his 24th. We'll touch on him here in a moment. But Patra, a very nice return for him, kind of shedding that frustration from losing with Team Canada and wanting to reclaim his spot. Um, He, yeah, just looked really good in his return and... With uh, Georgie Merkulov having been reassigned to Providence, uh, Jesper Bolkvist came up, but I'd expect he'd be out of the lineup if and when James Van Riemsdyk is able to uh, to return. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about ice time in recent games and some of these rookies being given less ice time. Lauko only had 726 
Oscar Steen had 10.46. Patra with 11.01. And Bokvist with 11.22. And it was Patra who popped out of those four guys with those two assists. Interestingly, Jake DeBrusque only had 15 minutes and 12 seconds of ice time, but he had a goal to go along with two shots as he also stays pretty hot uh, along with our boy Trent Frederick. In fact, uh, Jake DeBrusque now, it was a shorthanded empty net goal, but he's got four goals over his last five games. Uh, He's got points in each of his last five as well, six points over that span and hopefully here uh, our boy Jake is turning a corner and uh, really finding his groove here. Uh, In fact, he's got a six game point streak going with eight points over those last six games. And my fantasy team uh, is very appreciative of that. Also remaining red hot is our boy, David Pasternak. He's an all-star. He's one of the best players in the NHL and he just puts up numbers night in and night out one goal one assist he's got five points over his last two games he went over in the game against Columbus but he had five points in the previous two games as well so that's 10 points over his last five games and that's with posting zeros in that game against the uh Columbus Blue Jackets. He, of course, is making only, I say only, it's a substantial number, 11.25 million. He's tied for fourth in the NHL in scoring. Sorry, tied for third with Artemi Panarin at 55 points. Well back of Nathan McKinnon, who's at 65, and Nikita Kucherov, who's got 67. One up on Connor McDavid. And William Nylander, who appears set to sign a contract that will make him a higher paid player than David Pasternak beginning next season. Looks like he's going to sign a eight-year contract that will pay him $11.5 million, which is slightly more than Pasternak's $11.25. If it's me, I'm taking Pasternak every day of the week over uh, William Nylander. No disrespect to Nylander. He's a fantastic player. I would have loved to have seen him in black and gold as a free agent. Alas, he's going to stay in Toronto and they're going to have a ton of money committed to like, I think it's like 54 million committed to five players for next season uh, before they can get John Tavares off the books the summer after that. That's going to be tough to win in today's NHL with, uh, those commitments, even with um, the cap going up a little bit. So again, all respect to Trent Frederick for his current heater. Jake DeBrusque remains hot, as is Pasta, and it was amazing to see Potsy back in the lineup. And uh, they'll get ready to keep this run going. They are have won five of their last six, I believe it is overall three, uh, two and one, sorry, in their three games to begin 2024. And, uh, they'll look to keep cooking here as they hit the road for a pretty heavy road trip coming up this week. And we'll preview that specifically tonight's game against the tent or 
sorry, the Colorado Avalanche here as the podcast continues. The NFL regular season has wrapped up, but there's still plenty of action to be found over at FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Of course, NFL playoffs are right around the corner. NHL and NBA schedules in full swing. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. And there's so much to be found over at FanDuel, including live same-game parlays, a new Explore tab, and a Parlay Hub, which is the best way to find popular parlays. You can also do uh, over-unders on tonight's Bruins Avalanche game, which is set at 6.5. So get in on the action right now with FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to make your first bet a layup with FanDuel the official partner of Locked On and the NFL. All right, the Boston Bruins are heading out on a four-game Western Conference road trip that begins tonight in Colorado, where they will take on a very, very good avalanche team. They will head to Arizona to play the Coyotes tomorrow night at Mullet Arena. On Thursday, they'll be visiting Bruce Cassidy and the Vegas Golden Knights. And then they wrap up the trip on Saturday at St. Louis. So get your coffee pots ready because there will be some late nights this week. Tonight and tomorrow, 9 p.m. starts. Thursday is a 10 p.m. start. And then uh, Saturday in St. Louis, a bit more reasonable at 8 p.m. Let's look specifically at tonight's contest and it will be a tough one uh for the Bruins it's only one of four games on the schedule and the marquee matchup of the night for sure the Avalanche are seven two and one over their last 10 games they did get tuned pretty good the other day against Florida by a score of eight to four so they'll be looking to shake that off the Bruins are five three and two over their last 10 Four of those losses coming before the Christmas break, uh, but they are uh, five and one coming out of the Christmas break here and to begin 2024. I mentioned Nathan McKinnon already. He leads the Avalanche in scoring with 22 goals and 43 assists for 65 total points. Miko Rantanen and uh, Kale McCarr. Also, guys that you cannot ignore on any given night. Gabriel Landeskog, of course, out of the lineup this season. But they're still a formidable squad. Uh, Very talented offensively. They are the second-ranked offense with 3.68 goals per game. The Bruins are at 10th at 3.37. They're a bit leakier defensively. They're allowing 3.15 goals per game. Bruins allowing only 2.66. So the Bruins will need to put up some goals perhaps in order to um, keep the avalanche at bay. Again, there was 12 goals scored in their last game against the Panthers. So that's 6.5 number. You might be looking to take the over here. Uh, 
Two good special teams going at it tonight as well. Colorado's power play ranked 8th, 24.7 success rate. Boston's is 5th. And penalty kill, Boston's is 3rd, whereas the Avalanche are in 10th. Uh, Nathan McKinnon, David Pasternak, the key players to watch tonight. Pasta has 10 points over his last five games. Nathan McKinnon with nine, including six assists. Um, Pasta with four goals, six assists over those last five games, which is just, uh, which is pretty remarkable. Now it was uh, Linus Allmark, I believe in net for, oh, sorry, Jeremy Swayman in net. For the Bruins. No, it was Ulmerk. So we could see uh, Swayman getting the start here tonight against uh, it's either Alex Georgiev or uh, Ivan Prosetsov, who have been playing uh, for the Avalanche uh, mostly this season. Uh, Georgiev with a record of 21 9 2 with a 298 goals against average. And save percentage a bit lacking, however, at eight point or eighty nine point five. So that's the scene for the Bruins tonight. The first of two back to back games. The Coyotes are not in action tonight, so they will be uh, meeting a rested Arizona team tomorrow night, and we'll preview that game on. Tomorrow's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins, as well as recap whatever happens tonight here in Colorado. Thank you so much for taking some time to listen, friends. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're all doing well, taking care of yourselves and taking care of each other. And uh, we'll talk to you again here tomorrow on Locked On Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. You're- 